when did you guys feel that the spirit of hip hop, at least the transformation of it, was slowly eroding? Like, what was your first uh oh moment? And I don't mean like oh, when this guy rose to prominence or whatever, but like when was- when when um when I heard uh, women referred to as bitches by N.W.A. I was like, something, something's mm. about to happen. Something's different. Because I had never heard Kane, KRS-One, Slick Rick, Heavy D, Fresh Prince. I never heard yeah, any of them refer to right. a woman as a bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. <laughs> On this episode, what I'm going to talk about is who you calling a bitch? All right. The clip that you just heard was an excerpt from the QLS podcast. That's uh, Quest Love's podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and on that particular episode, I think it was called uh, Top Shelf 1988. So you can look it up. Um, but on that episode in particular, Quest Love had on as guests uh, MC Light, Big Daddy Kane, Craig G, uh, MC Search, Special Ed. And I think a couple other people as they were promoting uh, an album, a compilation album. Uh, this was from a few years back. And the voice that you heard at the beginning was uh, Questlove, uh, leader of the roots. Um, and then the second verse, the late, excuse me, the second voice that you heard was um, a young lady by the name of MC Light, who is, as you all know, hip hop royalty. Um, so what happened was I was listening to this episode a couple of weeks ago and I, they put it on kind of like as a retro. So it was, it had been broadcast before, I want to say in 2018, I guess, but either I heard it and forgotten about it or, you know, I don't know, but they basically retweeted it out and I was like, Oh, I don't don't think I heard this one. So I, I actually listened to it. And when I heard her say that, it kind of made me pause for a second. Um, one, because in essence, she called out NWA. But two, uh, it made me think about, you know, what she actually said. You know, did rap and then subsequently maybe some of our mindsets change when it was okay to use, to use the word bitch? Now, I'll say this. In defense of rap music, the word bitch was out here long before NWA set foot on a stage or stood behind a microphone. So I will defend NWA to that point. But that statement made me kind of pause and think for a second, you know. And she said, you know, prior to that, we didn't hear any rappers, any male rappers refer to women as bitches or hoes. And 
I thought about it. And the more that I thought about it, I was like, she's right. <laughs> like, I don't remember Run DMC. I don't remember Curtis Blow. I don't remember LL. I don't remember Big Daddy Kane. None of them. Chuck D. Uh, using the word bitch. Um, and nowadays, I mean, the word bitch is, you know, thrown around so much that, I mean, like, it's not even, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, I remember a few years back, um, you know, the rapper Trina, she ruffled a few feathers when she was calling herself the baddest bitch. <laughs> so, you know, that word kind of like the N word in a, in, in, to a degree was something that was deemed unpopular or looked down upon that has been you know reversed and you know embraced uh by a sect of people and, and the culture for that matter because i mean like you know now if you listen to some you know w- rappers who are women you know they will call themselves bitches and if you know any women <laughs> there's probably a few women that you may know that may refer to themselves or their friends as bitches you know and it's not looked at or deemed as anything negative or derogatory but it takes me back to like statement you know was nb no i was gonna say nba was nwa clearly at fault here um yes and no yes in a sense because they used a word that was again here long before they got here but they optimized and glorified it as well you know they didn't put um you know the word bitch on a pedestal uh it was something definitely negative and derogatory and you know i re- i recall back to um you know, listening to the <laughs> Easy Does It tape. And I mentioned this on this podcast before, and I'll, I'll mention it again. I mean, that, that was the tape that got me in trouble. Uh, for those of you who did not know, uh, I was listening to the tape. I had these huge headphones on long before there were Beats headphones. I had some huge stereo headphones on, and my aunt, who was walking past me as I was listening to it loudly, uh, it got to the skit where easy e you know was calling michelle a bitch and she just happened to hear it and he was like bitch shut the fuck up shut the fuck up bitch like that and my aunt heard that through the headphones that were on my ears and she said let me hear that again and she made me stop it i rewound the tape and played it for her again and then she was you know clearly upset and she played it for my mom when my mom got home and my mom made me or at least requested that i throw the tape away I acted as if I threw the tape away, but I did not throw the tape away and subsequently listened to NWA forever. (laughs) But I understand why they were upset because I don't know. Prior to that time in my life, I think I may have heard my mother use the word bitch one time. And that was aimed at somebody else. Another woman that she was, you know, had beef with or something. I, I don't know. But you know, it wasn't, that wasn't a common thing. I'd never heard my father use that term before. Um, 
And, you know, it's just like anything else. You hear curse words, so you know what the curse words are. So it's like, it, it is it is what it is. I mean, you know, cussing is cussing. So NWA wasn't the first group to cuss. They weren't the first people to cuss. They didn't invent cuss words. So it is what it is in that point. But to where light was coming from, because they put it on wax, um, that did change things. And I, I wish I because we were actually me um, eclectic. Shout out to E. We were talking about this off air uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I really wish I had recorded it because uh, I think it would have made some dope content because he made some ex- some excellent points. Um, none of which I can remember right now, but <laughs> but shout out to E anyway. Um, but so yeah. NWA they optimized it and they maximized it and and they also maybe they did know maybe they didn't know the effect that it would have on music or their music in particular because I don't think that Easy E or Ice Cube you know put that word in their music to be a trailblazer or you know someone to um push music to another level i think they did it because it was something that sounded different for them and if you understood the angle where in which nwa came from particularly in that era you'd understand that you know they were pushing the border on everything you know whether or not be talking about uh the police or just their overall environment and things that they saw gang banging the whole nine they put it all on display and i think you know really for the music that they made they probably felt like they had to use the word bitch you know so i'm not faulting nwa at all i'm and i'm not gonna blame them but to light's point she is right in that aspect to some degree where she's wrong is is that i think at some point (laughs) the word bitch was gonna be used one way or the other and it wasn't like um you know it was something that really just catapulted them because they said bitch you know fuck the police you know went way further than uh a bitch is a bitch or you got to let a bitch be a bitch or whatever you know whatever the song that you want to put the word bitch in so um so no I, i don't think that that it was their fault i don't think that they ruined rap (laughs) I don't think that they meant any malice by it either. Um, and and I think, you know, the thing that you have to understand, too, is it really depends on who's consuming the music as far as how that word is received. Like, I'll give you give you an example. Like. Um, my wife, Sharice, right. We've been married at the time of this recording uh, almost 22 years. Um, And we dated in college. So I've known her for the better part of the last, I don't know, 25, 26, 27 years. I, I I don't ever recall her in the time that I've known her. I don't ever recall her calling herself or her friends bitches or bad bitches or fly bitches <laughs> or cold ass bitches <laughs> and, and there's no knock on any woman that does I just I, I don't know that 
I, I mean, like I've never heard her in, in, in conversations with just the two of us or her, uh, talking to her, her talking to girlfriends or t- her talking to sorority sisters. Never that, you know. Now, I have heard her say, I'll beat that bitch's ass. But <laughs> but even that was like, I, I probably can count her using the word bitch outside of music. Honestly, I could probably count them on both hands. It's been that many times, or that few times, if you will. Um, and she's just one person. But the the reason why I bring her into into this discussion is because we both of us are huge, you know, hip hop fans, and we tell our kids all the time, like we we the, we the coolest parents y'all know. Like y'all y'all friends' parents ain't this cool and ain't this hip, if you will. Um, and they don't like when I use the word hip, but, <laughs> but anyway, um, but the thing about us is like, I remember like one of the things we used to do, particularly when we were in college, we just get in the car and just ride, you know, we get in the car and, and ride anywhere. We listen to music and that was our thing. And a lot of times, you know, like for guys, uh, particularly growing up in the era in which we came up in the nineties, you know, some, for some girls, you couldn't put in your car and put NWA on. I mean, you just couldn't because the the language and and the the imagery was just so crazy that you didn't you know you you were probably more likely to put on New Edition or you know Luther Vandross or somebody like that or Prince or Michael Jackson while you're in the car with your girl, but when your boys get in the car, you're putting on N.W.A. You might put on Public Enemy. You might put on you might hell you might put on Two Live Crew, right? But the, here's the thing about us: we're like, we were so great of friends early on, and I mean, still obviously to this day. But you know, we would listen to everything. So like, my music didn't change once she got in the car. You know, and if I'm playing N.W.A. or Ice Cube, she's right there along, rapping along. You know, and so there was never any differentiation between the music. And I remember one day I asked her, I was like, we were riding and she was just rapping along the Ice Cube's lyrics. And I stopped the music and I asked her, and this was like 94, 95, somewhere around there. I was like, are you, I was like, you know, I never asked you, but are you offended by the lyrics or whatever like that? I said, you know, like when they talk about bitches and hoes and this and that, and she stopped and she was like, no. And I said, well, why not? She was like, well, one, she said, I just listen to it as music and it's a form of entertainment, you know. And she's like, you know, it's just it's entertainment. It's not real or whatever like that. He, she said they're rapping about real things. She was like, but it's not real to me. And she said, and then two, she said, most importantly, she was like, I know who I am and I know what I am. And she says, so if I'm not a bitch or a hoe, they're not talking about me, so I don't care. Huh. That made me stop and think like, wow, I never really thought about it from that perspective. So I've through my travels in life, I've come across, you know, a lot of women who love hip hop and they love hip hop and they know all the words and they, you know, they sing all the words and they rap all the words and they're not the least bit offended by the word bitch or hope um because i think a lot of them kind of have adopted that same mindset where you know you know 
who you calling a bitch? You ain't you ain't calling me a bitch because I'm not a bitch and I'm not. I know who I am. I know what I am. And it's not what you call me. It's what I answer to. Right. And so that leads me back to Light's point. So. Yeah, N.W.A. changed the game. By. Calling women bitches and hoes. And again, there's no defense for it. But I think if you have to, you have to look a little bit beyond just what's on the surface to understand where that came from. And then is it necessarily influencing other men or women to uh, say what they say and do what they do? Um, And I don't necessarily know that that's the case. I think it probably would have happened either way had it not been in NWA. It would have been somebody else. Now, you have NWA who, I guess you could say, popularized the word bitch and the word hoe. And then you've got on the other end of the, scre- the, other end of the spectrum, Uncle Luke and the Two Alive crew. <laughs> you know, all hoes suck dick. All niggas eat pussy. I mean, like, they, they had lyrics like that. So, they were equally offensive to whomever, wherever, whenever. But again, I guess in my mind, I just I just viewed it as entertainment. And the thing about entertainment is it's strictly for those who want to be entertained in the manner in which they're being entertained. So, you know, I'll use an example like porn. <laughs> some of you watch porn, some of you don't. It's a form of entertainment. It's there for those. <laughs> it's there for those who want to see it, and if you don't want to see it, you don't have to see it. Same for this music, and you know there was a, a huge push to, um, you know, curb things and, and censor things as far as what you could and couldn't say in music, and you know, Two Live Crew and Uncle Luke they went to bat for that, and so uh, they basically opened the doors for a lot of people, but. Going back to MC Light's point, you know, and Queen Latifah famously said it in uh, her song, UNITY, who you calling a bitch? Well, it depends. It depends on how the word is being used and who the word is being directed to. Um, Outside of songs, I'll be honest with you guys, I probably, I can't, I can't tell you the last time I've used the word bitch. Like it's outside of songs. And, you know, and to be honest, I don't even really know that when I'm singing it in a song that I'm actually saying the word bitch. Like, I just, it's something that, like, in these songs, like, I don't even really pay attention to. And I mean, unless, obviously, if the kid's in the car. If the kid's in the car, I'm probably not listening to it. But, you know, um, I will say this much. I've called men bitches way more than I've <laughs> called women bitches. Because, let's be honest, a lot of these dudes I hear bitches. And if you get offended by that, you probably are one. And I'll leave that at that. But um, no, nah, I, I don't I, I get where light was coming from. Uh, I think. Even listening as, as the clip plays on, I don't I mean, you don't hear the full clip, but uh, even as the conversation moves on, even Quest Love was a little bit surprised by, you know, her response. Um but it's a valid one and i'm not knocking mc light for her thoughts or her ideas as to 
you know, that changing thing. And, and, you know, and again, to her point, to some degree, it did change things because, you know, soon thereafter, rap went through a, a transitional period. Um, and if you follow rap and if you understand the culture and understand how things were at that particular time, you understand that, yeah, things kind of shift every couple of years. And at that particular time, there was a shift. Late 80s into the 90s, that was a shift. And then you come, you know, 91, 92, gangster rap. I mean, like, that was a huge shift. And so the way the music is portrayed and, partic- uh, and, and particularly put in front of us, it's a different style than what was presented to us in 1985. Um, and this is, quote unquote, the golden era of hip hop. I mean, but even now when you listen to rap, if you turn on, <laughs> if you're bold enough to turn your radio on, um <laughs> the thing that you will understand is that you know it's not the same rap that it once was it's still rap it's still hip-hop it's still you know people rhyming over beats but it's not the same and the content isn't the same doesn't mean it's bad doesn't mean it's good doesn't mean it's worse doesn't mean it's better it's just different it's very vastly different from what we had you know in that particular time the mc light is speaking of uh however i think she makes a point but then she doesn't make a point too as well because as she goes on to explain like you know how that changed things i don't necessarily know that it changed things for the better i don't necessarily know that it changed things for the worse um it just changed things and i think when you look at where rap was and where it was going um some can say it was probably due for a change and um I don't think anybody knew that that was the change, <laughs> the change that was coming. But no, I mean, using the word bitch, yeah, that definitely changed things. Bitches and hoes definitely changed things. But you know, to Queen Latifah's point in her song, who you calling a bitch? Like you, you, her thing was in that particular song, you won't be calling me out my name. You know, you will respect me as a queen. You will respect me as a, a woman. You were, you will respect me as. Uh, a black woman on this planet i'm not a bitch or a hoe and she let that be known um you know and if you know if we want to get picky i mean light did come back and with a song like roughneck <laughs> saluting the thugs <laughs> but nah it, it, it hip-hop had its phases and it's still going through phases and i think anytime something is young and it's growing it's going to go through phases and i mean hip-hop is coming up at the time of this recording coming up on 50 years old uh next year it'll be 50 years old turning 50 and it's still growing uh but the word bitch you know i don't know that it necessarily i don't know the nwa necessarily um was groundbreaking in doing that i don't know that they necessarily uh hurt anybody i don't know that they necessarily blazed a trail or uh set off anything in particular i think they said what they said we kind of took it how we took it and rap you know was changing already uh just continue to change and grow so um again i don't think she's right i don't think she's wrong either kind of somewhere in the middle but hey ladies and gentlemen that's gonna do it for me thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle I'll catch you guys next time. Five.